the number one podcast that corporate tenants turn to in Seattle. Relocations, expansions, contractions, subleases, renewals, and redesigns are no problems when these champions are on your side. From the Orion Commercial Partners World Headquarters in Seattle, Washington, this is the Champions for Corporate Tenants podcast. Now welcoming your champions, your hosts, Gil White and Stephen Cougar. This is Seattle's only commercial real estate podcast. We introduce you, the corporate tenant, to landlords, developers, vendors, and consultants. This podcast is for you because we talk trends and strategies that can be used today for your real estate situations. In our quest to bring great information to the listeners of this podcast, we are going to address how brokers are paid. Now, most tenants agree that they need representation, they need an advocate in the process, and that we bring value, but they typically do not understand how we're compensated. So in order to bring some clarity to that issue, we have brought in the president of our company, Dan Foster, to answer that in detail. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for asking that question. Um, It does arise very often in the process, early in the process, when tenants decide that they need some other real estate and I'll talk about uh, how brokers are compensated here in our country. In other parts of the world, they're compensated differently than in the United States. But in our country, by and large, 98, 99% of the time, owners pay all real estate commissions. And that means commissions related to their representation for their property, as well as the broker who's representing the tenant or the buyer of a property. There are many different uh, commission structures available in the marketplace, and it depends on the type of transaction. There are retail deals in the commercial real estate sphere. There are office deals. There are industrial deals. There are short deals that are a year, two years. There are long deals that are 10 years. There are deals that have various facets to them, like options to expand, options to contract, options to terminate, even the ability to buy the building. And commission structures revolve around all these different types of deals and structures. Local market conditions often come into play. Sometimes uh, brokers are paid as a percentage of total rents or of net rents, less the operating expenses. Sometimes they're paid on a per square foot basis. Oftentimes they are paid uh, a higher rate for a deal on early years, say years one through five. And then sometimes they're paid less for in the, the years uh, beyond years one through five, say years six through 10. The important thing to bear in mind is that the party that you are negotiating with or against is actually the one paying your own representation. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's how it works in this country. Now, if you have a good broker and an honest and transparent broker, they're going to share with you how they're getting paid and how they're negotiating their commissions because sometimes there is a negotiations this surrounds making sure that your broker is paid a fair market uh, commission. And uh, generally speaking, those commissions are pretty identifiable in the marketplace. They're pretty well known. It's just a matter of getting that clarified. And sometimes that is a very short conversation and process. And sometimes it's a longer one. Uh, but your broker, if they're a good broker, never, ever lets that conversation get in the way 
of your real estate objectives. It's usually a very narrow bandwidth of commissions uh, that are being discussed. Um, and it probably should be put to bed pretty early in your deal-making process. Dan, I think another one of the scenarios that comes up all the time is tenants feeling as though somehow their tenant rep broker might be costing so much money that it's negatively impacting their ability to get a good deal. I think this is a typically uninformed perspective, but being someone like yourself that does a lot of owner representation, landlord rep, if you will, you probably encounter some unrepresented tenants from time to time. And if you could share some perspective about whether or not they're getting a better deal, I think that'd be very helpful. I actually do have a long experience representing landlords that has informed me over the past 20 years on this issue. The problem with self-representation is that there's a perception with tenants that they're going to save themselves a commission in the transaction. By and large, commission structures for office industrial deals are 7.5% of the first five years rent or $7.50 a square foot. If you represent yourself, you might actually save yourself $2, $2.50. But the problem is, is that the listing agent, instead of making $2.50 a foot, for instance, will probably make something more like $5 a foot. You might have saved yourself a dollar or two. And the real big issue is that you have probably stepped over a dollar to pick up a dime. By letting your interest be represented by somebody whose true allegiance is with the property owner, you have probably more than suffered two and a half percent or so of the economic equation in your deal making, besides not getting great advice on other non-economic strategic issues having to do with real estate, such as lease terms, tenant improvements, which is a cost, but also not strictly a rental rate or a free rent issue. And you've put the listing agent in the awkward position of being in the middle although not truly in the middle, because as a tenant, your interests probably represent a one-time transaction with that broker. And the owner that they represent most likely represents not only a multiple reoccurring revenue stream for that listing agent, but also larger transaction possibilities, such as a sale of a project or multiple projects within the same market. So they might be getting a good deal, but they don't actually know if it's a good deal because they don't have a broker showing them all of the area comps, therefore justifying the terms that were just negotiated. Great point, Stephen. By dealing directly with listing agents, you really don't get visibility of the entire market. Listing agents are motivated to only show you, economically speaking, they're only motivated to show you the product they're selling. It's like going to a stockbroker at, uh, say, a large brokerage that only is um, compelled to sell you only the stock within that brokerage. You don't really see the entire market, and so you don't know if you've even secured the right piece of real estate in the right area under the right terms. Dan, another thing that comes up all the time is occasionally there are properties that are associated with bonus commissions, and tenants may or may not be aware of this, but they know it exists. And as tenant rep brokers, we try to make our clients aware that certain properties may or may not be paying a bonus fee. But could you talk a little bit about how that works 
and how it may or may not benefit the tenant? Yes, bonus structures are often um, attributed to properties that are perhaps not meeting um, clients' performance expectations, and they want to accelerate deal-making on the property, and or they want to garner attention across the brokerage and real estate community for the project to uh, open up the bandwidth of deals that they can entertain. Sometimes these uh, are attributed to properties, or they happen quite often on properties uh, where um, fundamentals for the properties are languishing. Perhaps a property is not in a good location. Perhaps a property is, is designed poorly to meet market expectations. And there is a urgency from the ownership to overcome those challenges. Now, if you trust your broker and they're being very transparent with you, they will tell you exactly what type of bonuses they are being paid. And I'll tell you that by and large, the type of bonusing structures I see tend to run in the 20 to 25% over the usual commission structure. Very rarely, I see 50% or even 200% type bonusing structures. But it's pretty apparent uh, that the property is desperate to get a tenant. And oftentimes, they're even associating that type of bonus with exorbitant incentives for the tenant as well. It's just cash on the table. I think the key in this situation is to have a conversation. And your broker should bring it up with you or you should bring it up to them that there's a bonus commission being paid. And talk about participating in that piece. One of the interesting things about bonus broker commissions is that they're often disassociated from other economics in the deal. Dan, great advice. So I'm going to quickly summarize what we've talked about today, just so everybody's clear. Number one, your tenant rep broker is paid by the landlord. Number two, it's okay to ask your broker how much they're being paid on any particular deal. Number three, representing yourself probably isn't a good idea for the litany of reasons we've addressed already. Is there anything else we've missed? A couple of quick points. First of all, when you hire the right broker, they are going to work your real estate process and keep it on track, keep you on time, save you time, as well as vetting all the opportunities in the market and securing you the right real estate terms for your deal. Finally, hiring the right local brokers actually gives you credibility in the marketplace. Real estate is by and large very much a local game, even if the capital is at a national or international level. Local players deal with local product and local neighborhoods, and there's variation in the market, neighborhood, street by street, block by block. Your broker knows the landscape. They also know the players. So if you hire the right team, not only will you have trust and transparency, confidence in your agent, but the rest of the market will as well. And they will help you open doors and secure terms that otherwise would not have been possible. Hey, Dan, this is really great information. And just a huge thanks to you for joining us in the recording studio here at the Orion Commercial Partners World Headquarters. Let's find another topic. Let's find another time to do another podcast. So as we wrap up this episode, just a note of appreciation for the support, the positive vibes. Remember that you can connect with Stephen or I on LinkedIn. You can find us on Twitter. You can go to our company Facebook page. You can go to our company website. Or you can go to SoundCloud for all the past episodes. Friends, remember to like the show, remember to share the show, and Stephen, cue the music.
Thank you for listening to the Champion for Corporate Tenants podcast. The corporate real estate industry in Seattle is their domain. So you can be sure that they will be serving up valuable insights and topics in each and every episode of Champions for Corporate Tenants. You can also listen to previous episodes of this podcast at www.oriancp.com. Thanks for listening, Seattle.